You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 257, posted September 2020. The one who poinged. Hello, nerds, and welcome Hello. back to Total Party Kill, the continuing adventures of Dragonforge and Associates. I am, well, not your dungeon master, but a dungeon master. I'm Tony Sindelar. Uh, I am joined by several players who are going to introduce themselves in their characters in just a moment. Let us start with the one, the only, Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. I am the only Erica Ensign, but I am not playing only one character today. My main <gasps> character is uh, is Flessa, the human rogue who is very small and very springy and very tumbly uh, and likes shiny and sparkly things very much. Uh, her best bud in battle is uh, Acrid Torin Balisar, who is a uh, dragonborn warlord who is very tall and big and black and uh Flessa likes to climb up on Acrid's shoulders and do things from there. But I don't actually have Acrid's current hit points. So well, write in fans and tell us how many there are. <laughs> <laughs> Next up it's Jason Snell. Welcome Jason. Hi Tony, it's good to be back playing Dungeons and Dragons. I am playing uh, Peter Dragonforge who is a paladin human. And he's the leader of the party, mostly because he gave everybody a place to hang out in his parents' basement. Peter really recently almost died, and now he is happy to be alive, but also does not want to shed more blood because he's afraid he's run out of blood. Uh, he's very close to having no more blood right now. Which, let me tell you, it's good to keep some blood on hand. So, uh, not on your hands, on hand. Uh, also here, it's my favorite, Stephen, Steve Lutz. Wow, that's that's quite a bold statement. I, yes, I, I don't know. I don't know that many Steves. Yeah, obviously not. Uh, yes, I am here and still after all these years playing a Lestrin Quiverbottom, an Elven Ranger who not recently almost died. In fact, when he was very young, almost died and has made him uh, not the biggest fan of natural things. So uh, that's where we're at. And now I think uh, me and Peter might be on the same page about some of that. That's right. Stay away. Stay away from things that might give you Stay blood. Stay away from things. Take, take your blood away. It's not good. Things. things I'm against them. Things do cause most of the trouble in dungeons. It's true. Uh, also, also here, it's Sarah Barber. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Uh, I am playing Rizman, a dwarven cleric who uh, is wandering around Undermountain and supposedly was looking for some hints of her clan, but kind of has forgotten about that in the wake of many, many, many fun uh, alligator eatings. Indeed. And last but not least, your friend and mine, Monty Ashley. Monty, Hi. please please be my friend. I am your friend. I w I'm not the only Monty Ashley. There's a woman in Malaysia with that name. It's weird. I am playing <laughs> Melik, the tiefling wizard, master of orbs. I also got a blast scepter recently, and it's crazy good. 
So, previously on Dragonforge and Associates, uh, you traveled into Undermountain in search of the halfling Enda Yates, who had uh, one last clue about the last fate of one Rutherford Ermbrusk. You met up with Enda, and in return for her helping her uh, steal some giant rubies that she had got into Undermountain looking for, she gave you what information she had. You have all the clues to the puzzle, but you need to get back to the surface and put those clues together and survive before you'll ever rescue Rutherford Ermbrusk. You currently find yourself uh, getting toward the upper levels of Undermountain and have stumbled into a area known as the Five Trials. There are a series of chambers with strange kind of motifs and fancy names that I invented. Uh, you have already successfully navigated the, uh, let's see, the Hall of Fire. The Sanctum of Vials, is that correct? Yeah, Sanctum yes. of Vials. Yes, it is. Yes. And from each of those, you retrieved a magic key. Uh, two doors remain. One of them has been opened and peeked through. One of them has not been opened, remained unexplored. Uh, one of them has kind of an ice motif on it. The other one has like a, a blood drop on it. And uh, there is in the central area where all of these chambers converge, a series of tiles on the floor with dwarven letters that kind of glow and pulse. And you have discovered that when one places a key on certain tiles, they glow green instead of red. Is that correct? So far, so good? Uh, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yes. Okay. Any other details you would like to remind yourselves of? Because, listeners, a peek behind the curtains. It has been three months since we played this game. Uh, we got this cool skull. We met a skull. His name's Murray. Indeed. Yeah. Trapped forever, or at least for a while, in the Sanctum of Vials is one Murray, a... Is it unkind to say former adventurer? An adventurer? Who he's is still, still adventuring. He's, he's in yeah. a dungeon solving a puzzle right now. Yeah, he's having okay. quite the adventure right now, actually, because yeah. he turns yeah. into a skull. Yeah, it's true. He, he has not totally come to grips with that. He does disappear to be an inanimate skull sitting on the ground who drank from a, a vial that was the wrong vial. Yeah. Um, he has made references to a uh, his fellow adventurers who there is no sign. It's unclear how long Murray has been here. He thinks it's been a little while. It's possibly been more than 100 years. Uh, also yeah. a bunch of us stripped skin off of the champion and we were promised boots or something when we got to the surface. Indeed. So don't forget that. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. make yeah. sure that's in your notes. That magic really boots important. or a magic belt based on the champion's uh, alligator skin. Yeah, uh, I found a trophy for 17th place in an archery contest and i gave mm -hmm. it to a lestrin yeah i still i have that i treasure it it feels like a real backhanded compliment to give to your archer it was the best trophy i had also yeah. a bunch of us got uh things in the sanctum of vials so everybody mm. should probably check your character sheet and see what it was you got as pretty much everybody looked for stuff before we found the key Somebody found a potion so, of no adventures. lie. Any other details? Uh, Slash where do, where to next? Well, we got we got two more trials. It looks like two more puzzles to solve. Flessa says, "I'm happy to tumble down any more hallways you need me to." I want you to give the uh, chamber of why do not you give a the chamber chamber of blood a try? Also, got the den of ice. If you want less blood. 
Yeah, but the Den of Ice doors are closed already, and the Chamber of Blood's mm. doors are open, so it's a little ah. easier to get in there. The when when we get to here. the ice, can I can I slide down the corridor like I'm just wearing socks on a shiny floor? Only if it's safe. Oh, fine. If we do the Chamber of Blood first, you can go to the Chamber of Ice and freeze it later. If you have okay. a reason that you want frozen blood. Mm. Mm. And so you stand in the foyer of the Chamber of Trials. And so with, we do. Best with, with the chamber uh, with the uh, dwarven sigils on the floor representing a variety of letters from the dwarven alphabet. Let me just read them for you again. N F T whatever Fles is obscuring W L I J K R V Q M and B. My eyes. You know, I was going to make a joke about a vision test, but my eyesight's not that great, and that was hard for me. <laughs> well, it's light orange on light gray. I, yeah. I made Tricky. this graphic. That's on me. <laughs> so Yeah, and there's like a blue true. glowing square behind better each one, of them that makes it even better harder. Two. Better yeah. one, better two. Can you, what's the, Tony, <laughs> what's the highest level of letters that you can read clearly? They're all the same size. <laughs> oh, no. So that no. would be the top one. <laughs> You're perfectly also, fine. The also highest the level one. you can read? <laughs> that yeah. giant E is pretty clear. <laughs> oh, sir, that's a B. Oh, oh no. <laughs> ah, B, get it away. <laughs> just These one. the jokes, folks. There's just, a vial of just... bees in the Sanctum of Vials, by the to, way. To the I, believe there, I believe there was. I think that's canonical. <laughs> To the blood um, hall. Flex is that is what you decided? Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything else you wish to do here in the foyer before you enter the hall leading toward the Chamber of Blood? I'd like to do love a little to dance. take a look in the foyer yeah. and see like what we can see. Tony, well, that's, that's just I, the room you're in. I love when you turn on the foreboding thing and it's just in normal sentences. It's like, I need to go to the mailbox to check <laughs> if there are bills. <laughs> Bills should be said that way. This is how I talk. It's a serious condition, oh, okay. and it is not recognized enough. <laughs> I'm um, not being sarcastic. <laughs> there's a bunch of people at my work that don't understand sarcasm, and they have a very interesting opinion of me. They sound uh, great. <laughs> they, they just think I'm an eternal optimist. It's very weird. Um, specifically, I was hinting that uh, uh, I think Steve had mentioned something during technical difficulties that I am friendly reminding oh, yeah. about him. the antechamber about the uh, vestibule uh, nah, uh, i believe olestrin wanted to swap the keys around olestrin would love to swap the keys that are currently on the f and the i to see if it makes oh, yeah. any difference uh, which okay. room the key Plessa came from. will uh skip over to there just to be not on one of them okay does anyone want to be standing on any of the so uh can you describe to me very specifically olestrin step by step what you're doing and uh, I, I need am... to know where everyone's standing. If you don't like where you are on the map, now is the time to change it. Oh, boy. And is anyone carrying Moray? I, I, uh, Moray and I are hanging back here in the Hall of Potions. I, All right. I'm not am, carrying him right now. He's on the ground. One square just, next to me. You're just it, jawing with each other? I'm going to pick up the key off of the eye. And Flessa, if Do you, you want to pick up... remember which key that was? It was the key from the Sanctum of Vials. We're boning mm-hmm. up on dungeon history. Uh, so I'm going to lift up the key off of that, in the, which is the same the, order that the we placed stops the glowing, there. Or it goes back to glowing red. All right, Flessa, if you want to pick up that key off the F that you're by there. Sure. I'll just reach out and, and grab it if I can. And then Done. we'll toss them to each other. Uh, acrobatics mm-hmm. checks for each of you. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yay. Okay, why not? I, Steve, 
I'm not a nice person. You're I not. am pleased I that an acrobatics role is my first I'm role. Okay, I know you. You're corner. just being sarcastic. Even though it's a sh- really Steve, crappy role. It's DC5. <laughs> I'm standing in oh, the I got corner an scratching my head with my mage hand. Mm-hmm. I also got an 18 because I rolled a few. All right. Awesome. You, got, you guys like do it at the same time, which is unnecessary. Yep. Awesome. Um, all right. You're now both holding the other key. So, Are we uh, going to do this at the same time, Alestrin? No, Alestrin, I would do it the same order as we did it last time. You're holding so the fire key. We're only key, changing one variable. So if you which want feels to, okay. warm to the touch. Does it really? Yeah. Oh. Flessa, you might have a fever. Flessa, you're holding the vial key. It falls, feels vile to the touch. It feels like a key. I think she should put the uh, okay. the key down on her F square first. Okay. Do you so want to step Alestrin- back before that happens, Alastrin? No, I'm cool. Okay. So when Alestrin tells me to do that, I just toss it down onto the uh, onto the F. The, the tile glows a pleasing green. Nice. Okay, I will set down I'm this. I'm pleased. I will set down the fire key on the I. It also glows a pleasing kind of green pulsing. All right. So I guess keys are keys, at least as far keys as we know. Keys are indeed keys, listeners, players, adventurers. This is the lesson that Total Party Kill has taught you. Keys are keys. keys. <laughs> I think it's going to spell lift, and this will whole be a magical elevator. And it'll go. Could be. A very practical one. Flessa hmm. doesn't really understand, but sure. I think it's going to spell Fimba. Spelling is tough. There, there, there is all of the the different um, beginnings of the letters of like you know fire, vials, uh, blood, and ice. On... Yeah, but we tried the V previously, and it did nothing. Did we? Did, didn't do anything. Okay. So we put it on the I instead, and so this just mm-hmm. further reinforces that the keys don't really have to match up to the specific letter. As far as we can tell with the colors. I mean, there might be other colors that we're actually aiming for. Right. Yeah, maybe green is bad. That would be maybe weird. It's poisonous. But, yeah. you know, dungeons, who knows? You know, who maybe knows? the person who made this is colorblind. Yeah, maybe. Oh, man. All right. Hey, why don't we check out another hallway? Hey, great yeah, idea. Sounds great. Yeah. I'm checking down the blood hallway. All right. All right, the I'm blood hallway uh, goes oh f- for a good 25 feet before it kind of takes a 45-degree turn. It go- it's-, it's pointed uh, northeast, I think you would call that, and then it takes a turn uh, straight east. You can't really see around the corner, but it looks like mm-hmm. the hallway goes a ways. Hey, Murray doesn't have any blood. Maybe you could roll him down there and he could tell us what's in the corner. <laughs> he got to be a popcorn bowl. Now he can be a bowling ball. <laughs> so I, I'm I, I, so many new avenues I, have opened up to you, Murray. I, I forget I, what Murray's voice sounds like. <laughs> I think it sounded a lot like you, Tony. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't Tony, know how I, I feel about that idea. Uh, I, how, about, how about this? I will pick Murray up with my mage hand. Hold on. I'm looking up how much a human skull weighs. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's not very much. It's, it really isn't. I can carry up to I mean, uh, 20 you pounds. You know what? He's oh, empty. is it 20 pounds? I thought it was 10 pounds. It's 20 pounds in this edition. And, and a human skull is definitely not more than 10 pounds. Yes, I would like you to know. Wears eight pa- weighs 8 pounds. I saw it in that movie that one <laughs> in time. That movie, if yep. my head were oh, made yeah. out of veal, which I know it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Murray actually have flesh on his head? No. Or is it just the skull? Just the skull. skull. Then, yeah, super light. Uh, so, according to a thoroughly researched Google search and looking at the top result, the human skull is, of an adult is usually 10 to 11 pounds. I believe I learned that on uh, from Gavin on is Kids that in like the Hall. a head or a Pretty skull? Sh- only serves to remind me how much Tony Singular looks like I'm Bruce McCulloch. Sure 
the head. The so is not we know but, that but Melik she, has going to have no problem moving Moray, anyway, yes. floating Moray down there. I, I thought he could only lift 10 pounds. Sounds like he can lift two skulls. Fourth so. edition. Um, I was yep. uh, trying to check for traps down the, the blood hallway. Um, well, I, someone, I rolled... just, someone just pushed a magic skull into your field of view. <laughs> cool. <laughs> as, as you do. Uh, uh, but Rizwin, it looks like you rolled, is that a perception check? That was a perception check. You study the uh, hallway with your keen dwarven eyes and feel extremely confident that there are no traps within view. The hallway looks free of any kind of ornamentation or indentations or magical or mechanical or otherwise because you rolled a 20. Hey, Melly. Flessa is like If you do the soliloquy to- from Hamlet while you're pushing Moray down the hall, I'll give you a prize. Is it an archery trophy? Because he doesn't want that. (laughs) (laughs) You ruined the surprise. Uh, This archery trophy is turning into like the fruitcake of your adventure. (laughs) I thought that was me. (laughs) Anybody object Uh, to walking down the hallway? I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Oh, there goes Moray. Moray is going to do some floating. Oh, this is great. I this love this. Moray, what do you see? I'm not letting Moray get out of my sight. I'm just coming. Uh, no, Flessa, Murray, hang back, Mur- Flessa. <laughs> hmm, fine. Moray, uh, Monty, which way are you facing Moray? Uh, yeah, <laughs> rotate Moray so he's facing east. For listeners on the audio-only also, podcast. Uh, my, my mom says the average skull weighs 2.5 pounds empty, 11 to 14 pounds fully loaded. So there you go. Well, Thank we you. did try to get popcorn in there. <laughs> I use them as a bowl, so maybe it's true. There might Ten- still be a few stray kernels floating around. Ten pounds is some heavy. popcorn. <laughs> uh, so Moray is looking to the east, and he, you hear him call out, "Where are you?" Tell you what? what? Well, he's way down at the end of the hallway, and he's facing east. So, <laughs> can I go listen? <laughs> just spin, no, please spin Moray so we yeah, can hear no, what he's saying. Spin, I'll spin rotate him. him so he faces us. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, there's more hallway and a door. Cool. Can I go? Can cool, I go? Cool. Can I go? Yeah. All yeah, right. we can go. I peek around the corner. I'll uh I'll stay here for now. This is this is fun. This is like my old days. Adventuring, peeking around corners, <laughs> drinking from vials, the whole bit. Yeah. You're doing a really good job, Marie. Thank you. Which, it's good to be you know, it's good to get get the, kick the dust off. You're an adventurer again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now are these uh <laughs> hallways lit or is my torch what Your is... torch is providing light. Okay. Somebody uh, could hey, ca- hey, technically cast light on Moray's skull and then oh, float him. That might that be confusing. amazing. <laughs> Is, I'm going to hey, check for traps in this hallway. Yep. Can, Mar- can Moray see in the dark? Unclear. How he can hey, see Hey, Moray, when you were floating down the hallway a moment ago without any light source, could how well could you see? Uh, I guess okay. It was a little dim. Hmm. Well, Would you okay. like to glow? Uh, it's really fun. Say yes. Say yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will cast light on Murray. Guys, this is like the best day I've had, I think, all week. Yeah, you're a great guy, Murray. We're really having fun with you. I'm going to concer- float you down this hallway now. Let us know if there's a monster. Okay. As your dungeon master, I'm, I'm slightly concerned for Murray's sake that he's becoming closer and closer to a flame skull. Um, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sell him to doom when we're done with this. Yeah. Uh, so Murray floats down the hall. You can see him at the end of the hall. There's a, there's a, uh, a single set of doors. 
double doors, if you will. <laughs> what what uh, if a bunch of adventurers went into a dungeon and instead of doing the investigations <laughs> themselves, they had a magic skull that was glowing that they could send <laughs> and float it down the hallway? I love this. This is the Jason. we are the most brave of all adventurers right hey, now. Hey, you know, entire fantasy series have been launched on less than that. Yeah, this is not even the third time I've had to deal with this situation. <laughs> I've got uh, a list of repercussions. All right. Did I find don't, any don't, traps in the roll of 20? You do not see any traps in the hallway that Murray is floating down. Murray is floating quietly uh, in front of the set of doors on the south side of the hallway. Cool. From the other room, Alestrin yells, what's going on? Do you guys find anything? Is there blood? Uh, it's really hallway. Oh my God, it's terrible. He's, he's a long yeah. way away. Uh, we'll go back. There's a hallway and it turns and then there's some doors. Okay. You guys need any arrows? Let me know. Are you just going to stay there? Are you not playing this game now, Illustrious? Well, I'm hanging around. I feel like it's not a bad game. idea to have somebody behind. Like, <laughs> yeah, what if the door slams and it needs to be... Like, Akrid is, is also hanging back with uh, with Illustrious, making sure the door doesn't slam sh- shut. He's just going to be in at the pivot point as a relay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good old pivot point Peter. That's right. Uh, I'm going to peek at the door and, and see if it has any traps. Trying to keep I'm my not the greatest this at this, but I'm curious. Oh, you're the, in the right place. You, roll a perception check for peeking at a door. Uh, 23. Okay. You study the stone door closely. It's very ornate. Fine dwarven craftsmanship. There's a bunch of kind of scenes of droplets that could be water, but maybe are not because they look like they might be coming out of people. Um... <laughs> And kind of images, kind of abstract images of carnage and destruction. Still could be sweat. Um, the uh, the door appears untrapped. Is it locked? The door appears unlocked. Can I open it, please? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Flessa prepares to open the door mm-hmm. to the chamber of blood. Melek and Rizwin are hanging out near nearby with. Uh, <laughs> Malik is inching slightly back. Uh, and I brought Murray with me. Peter is a good 20 feet, 30 feet, maybe more, down the hall. And uh, <laughs> Alestrin and Akrid hang back another 30 feet behind him. This is what adventuring looks like. <laughs> All right. I'm going to reveal the room and then describe it to our listeners. Look, I was almost eaten by a crocodile, okay? I mean, almost. Okay. Are, you, I are was, you still... I was eaten by a crocodile, okay? I just barely made it out. Are you still talking about that? That was like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Flessa, before you is a scene from the abyss. You're not sure which of the nine hells this chamber is on loan from, but it's probably... One of the really bad ones. You stand Ed Harris? on the edge of what can be only described as a lake of blood. A stone platform halfway across the chamber divides the lake into two large pools. Several stone islands dot the lake. Most notably, the large ones are occupied by imposing-looking bronze minotaur statues holding long barbed whips. I hate statues. Two far islands in the distance have pedestals with glinting objects sitting upon them. Welcome to the Chamber of Blood. Thanks. Why do you think they call it that? It's probably <laughs> just a marketing thing. Can I see what's on the uh, the far islands over there? It looks to me like there are key tokens, but I can't tell if give me a, would Give be me a perception check. Sure. Uh, I am not close enough to a Lestrin to get that bonus. So, for <laughs> uh, 21. 
21. Hard to say. I'm going to say it looks something shiny is over there. It's far away. It looks small. Shiny. Something shiny. Somebody grab Flessa. Uh, okay. This is what I want to do. <laughs> oh, no. I want to. I got a little running start. I want. To, so this is a statue, correct? A statue of a, a bronze minotaur? Uh, yes. Okay. Statues are scary. So I don't want to like just jump onto it. What I want to do is I want to run the uh, the two squares to the edge of the lake. I mm-hmm. want to leap over and then basically just use the statue to like like poing off of it and end up back on the same shore. Basically, is a test to see if the statue is is going to start moving after I have touched okay. it, and then so I you, can run out the door if I'm scared. So you are going to poing a statue. I am going to poing in a statue. Yep. Okay. Basically, bounce um, off. You know, I, it, that's really only a square to do it, and you are incredibly acrobatic. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a, a simple roll, basically, just to make sure that, you know, somehow you don't twist an ankle and, okay. and die. I'm going to start um, coming down the hall, lest uh, I'm needed. That's a 17 plus 15. I don't All feel right. like doing that Fla- math. Flessa, you run into the room. There's a nice little 10-foot ledge. You leap off the ledge, uh, mm-hmm. gracefully uh, fly through the air, and bounce, pushing yourself off of the 20-foot-tall bronze minotaur statue and landing back more or less where you started. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? I think probably you should roll initiative, and I'm just going to roll a die just for fun over here. <laughs> okay. Ugh, that's not a great We initiative. all roll an initiative? Not yet. I mean, that had to be a surprise to the statue, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a surprise to me. They actually came in, thought the statue. I thought they were going to wait out there forever. <laughs> and I really didn't think I was going to get poinged today. <laughs> you never you never expect to be poinged. It's true. I got an 11. <laughs> you got an 11. Let me tell you. You always kind of hope. The statue got a 27. Uh, Am I close so, enough to also roll initiative? Yeah, why not? Feel free to roll initiative. If you I got nearby. a 22. All right. So... You are you pulling off the statue, Flessa, land gracefully uh, by the doors. Oh, I forgot to open the doors. Hold on. This is my favorite part. Creak. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Um, and land there. Uh, you're feeling pretty good about things when the statue uh, starts to move. Uh, you know, you are testing for this, and you're not surprised that it moved, but by the speed at which it moves, as it flails its horrible brass metal articulated whip around the room coming in your direction. Eep. 16 versus your armor class. That's got to be a miss. That does not hit. All right. You nimbly dodge out of the way as the statue whips. The whip goes like in a huge circle around the room. So I'm going to say, has everyone rolled initiative? Not yet. Yep. I can roll for acrid. Now I have. Uh, there's a giant statue and it's whipping things. Mm-hmm. Been there. Did the cream set out too long? Yes, it all turned into blood. This used to be the Chamber of Cream. (laughs) They did not think their long-term plan out at all. How long does it take for cream to turn into blood? A long time. Been there for a while. It became sentient. (laughs) Well, then I have it on good authority that (laughs) you should not whip it. (laughs) Well, tell the statue. Don't whip it! It might rise up. Before the cream sets out too long, I told you this. 
You know we didn't build this place. Murray doesn't get a turn. He moves on Melek's turn. That makes sense. Is Murray short for the name Murray? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Are you acknowledging my reference? Yeah. <laughs> Caught Thank it last you. time. <laughs> you should really be doing the voice, though. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, do I have everybody in the initiative order, or did I miss somebody? Someone's missing. Fless is missing. Yeah, the pointer herself. Yes. The one who started it all. <laughs> it's the somebody would have. The one who poinged. We were all hanging back. It's a title of her autobiography. Probably biography. So right. Plus is not writing anything or something. I have sorted you in descending order. Uh, the statue already went. Melek, you are next to react. Uh, oh boy, here we go. Um... <sighs> Fourth edition. I totally remember how <laughs> yeah. this works. I, I yell, the statue tried to whip me. Unacceptable. Only I, I can whip you. I can send first. To there. J- oh. Jason, write down Flessa Plinger of Statues for, t- for a title. Flessa Plinger of Statues. All right. Melek, you scamper forth satanically. Hey, did we do a long rest recently? We Pro- did. Probably. Um, we, should all have, we should all have an action point then, right? One action point. Ah, ah, ah. I currently have one action point. Uh, I did reset all of my encounter powers. I don't have any listed. Yeah, I think you've had a series of... I think I let you count the the fire chamber as an encounter, and, you know, you spent one encounter eating popcorn, so... But I don't think we got our dailies back. Yeah, at the end end of the long rest, you get one action point. Um, Okay, does the the statue's feet appear affixed to the ground or is he looking like he's moving around they look pretty affixed to the ground all right then i will not try to i will really want to though all right i will not try to slide him into the blood as much fun as that would be i mean but what if it worked well if it doesn't then i well maybe the ground will move too maybe this is like a sliding tile thing Mm, I'm going to use hypnotism, which is an intelligence attack versus will. I'm going to try to make this statue attack. The statue's name is Will? Yes. I'm going to try to make the other one is Grace. The other Mm. one's Way. Yep. I'm going to try to make Will attack Grace. I like it. (laughs) Not confusing at all. The other other one's name is clearly Way, since this was the Room of Cream. Here comes an attack roll. I rolled a total of 14 versus Will on the Northern Statue. All right. So, uh, first off, I had to check, does this statue have a Will defense? Somewhat confusingly, as far as I'm concerned, it does. Uh, and it is better than 14. Okay. That's then, surprising. <laughs> that's I'm surpri- I was surprised twice, both that it had a Will and that it was higher than 14. All right. So that was Melek. You stand in the door casting some kind of magic spell that I don't even know if you identified, but you're not. Hypnotism, I said. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought it had like a cooler name, but it was a form of hypnotism. Uh, Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is a boring spell. Can we call it Melek's hypnotism in the future? If it ever works, then yes. This is regular hypnotism, the bad one. (laughs) All right. Rizwin, you are next. You stand in the corner of the hallway within full view of Flessa being attempted whipped by a horrible brass minotaur in the Chamber of Blood. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Um, I don't really know what to do. I can't reach the thing. I guess I can try to sacred flame him. You could try. You know, sure, I'll sacred flame him. 
I have to move, I think, one closer to be within five. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sacred Flame, which is versus Reflex. Does this statue have a reflex? Uh, 18. Not, not that good. All right, roll me damage. Okay. Uh, let's see. Not very much, but hey, you know, I'll take it. Uh, five damage. All right. Boing. Pling, you like melt a little bit of the of the uh, Minotaur's metal arm with your sacred flame. Peter Dragonforge, you lead from the back. You are standing there behind your compatriots, still shell-shocked from near Crocodeth. What will happen next? Crocodeth. So the, um, so this chamber, the blood, is it like pools of blood? It's like a river of blood? I think I, I think the noun I used was lake or possibly ocean. Okay. Well, lake, the, ba- lake. the bad Lake. News- fresh. This is freshwater blood. Okay. What? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to move forward. All right. Just to the, get, get engaged in some lake tourism. Yes. Just uh-huh. thank you. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to chuck a javelin because I, I have no range attacks, nor, as we know, can I jump over things. So it is, it is, well, you know, and just to paint the picture for our, our listeners, uh, it's, uh, square is five feet. I know how to play Dungeons and Dragons, right? It is but five feet to the modest size island in the middle of the, uh, where that is more or less fully occupied by a bronze minotaur. It is a good 20 feet to a island not occupied by a bronze minotaur. Yeah. Um, so. And I, I can't do anything about that. So I'm just going to throw a javelin because that's the saddest, lamest thing I can Plus do. Plus I gain four hit points, by the way, because apparently a side effect of Sacred Flame. I bet you could find something sadder and lamer. Well, oh. fall, falling in the blood, but that that was probably going to come later. Uh, it's only a 12. Look, you've gone in the sewer like three times. Is that is that real hit points or temporary hit points? Temporary hit points. Okay. Uh, your, your javelin uh, fails to connect with the bronze minotaur. Jason, Typical. let's not let's not say anything bad about javelins. I'm pretty. That's like an Olympic sport, right? Yeah. So Olympics is, are canceled. Is yeah, Peter it's not is me. Peter Peter Dragonforge is anti Olympics? Peter Dragonforge did not qualify for the Olympics. <laughs> you oh, guys can't say the Olympics. No. It's the famous sporting event that happens every two years. <laughs> <laughs> the big oh, oh. game. It's the Under Mountain Games. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Got spoiler. This adventure takes place in Greece. Pe- <laughs> Peter Dragonforge <laughs> said it was blood. Is um, <laughs> Peter Dragonforge uh, does not feel as if he's going to be any help here, but he's going to provide moral support for his friends because he also, doesn't have any range attacks and cannot jump. And you are now within range of the horrible statue. Alestrin yes. Quiverbottom, you are hanging back a good, I don't know, many feet back there. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. I'm you are in an, this adge- an, adge- an adjacent zip code. <laughs> I am, yes. It's very exciting. Um, if I were to El- make elfing it, it up. <laughs> if I were to make it to this square here, do I have line of sight on that guy? Take it, can I take a I shot I will from gen- generously say yes, because I can't stand anything in Dungeons. The only thing I hate more than rope is figuring out lines of sight. <laughs> All right. It seems like I should be able to anyway. You know what would be great for figuring out lines of sight? Don't say it, but it would be some kind of string-like substance. Fine. Um, <laughs> well, I was are are we not rope. allowed to say rope now, either? <laughs> well, I not just... unless you want to I make mean, the math. Did somebody copyright rope? Fourth edition is so weird. Tony, what you're saying is we should we should do something with rope. <laughs> I regret everything. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Fair. Uh, so I'm going to go down the hall here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven squares. 
which does not get me to that square, but then I'm going to perform a nimble strike, which allows me to shift one square before my attack. I just like the idea that you run down the hallway and you're not quite there, and then you like I stop and then I just kind of nimbly shift five more feet. (laughs) And then I take a shot with an arrow, which is what I do. Maybe when and you're level five, you're just going to be like a, like a guy who's really into swords. <laughs> <laughs> I get a uh, 23 versus AC. That definitely hits a giant bronze minotaur statue. Marvelous. That will do 10 points of damage. Okay. You plug it in the head. Cool. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Flessa, you stand... Beyond the threshold of the Chamber of Blood, a Minotaur statue has attacked you. What will you do next with your last remaining moments in life? Well, I feel like that's a long way away, so I'm not going to think about that yet. I'm well, just going to think about what I'm going to do. I with don't know my... what unit of measurement a moment oh, is. <laughs> my next remaining moments of, of now. Um, as tempting as it is to point back over there and smack it in the face, uh, I'm, I have a, a very healthy fear of statues, so I'm just going to sly flourish it from here mm-hmm. uh, apparently i'm really scared of statues that is an 18 versus ac let me tell you that the statues ac is 18 yay all right in that case it is getting seven points of dagger damage okay so the statue statue is noticeably dented up from oh, all good. of you i was going to say that um the, these tests sometimes do involve things like, like, can we kill the statues? Maybe we can. I, I do wonder about, like, whether we can... Uh, I don't know if we can avoid fighting these statues. Maybe we just have to yeah. do that. I, yeah. I think right. we can avoid them. There's these keys down there. Maybe we just go around the whole thing. Mm, how far they got is a long the, uh, whip hey, uh, that uh, takes up most of the chamber. Your so. mage hand go? Uh, my mage hand moves five squares per turn. And how far away from you can it get? Um, it doesn't say. I'm guessing forever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, does it have to be within line of sight? Which is not, which That's not a could be anywhere in this room, but just in life. <laughs> it doesn't say that in the description. <laughs> like, you, do, does it provide you vision? Do you see what the hand sees? No. Then you wouldn't need to attach a skull to it to report back, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> my hands work even if my eyes are closed. Yeah, yeah but your you hands see, see a sparkly thing from here. I, I, look, I am not going to explain <laughs> hands and eyes to you, sir. But uh, we, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> um, listeners! If somebody knows how those work, please, please, <laughs> please treat Tony so that he can tell me. Yeah, right now, as you're listening to this, several months after we've recorded it. Um, also, this is, uh, Monty, I promise to only make fun of you this much on your turn, so I'm done. Um. I am also done with my, my turn. Flexes. All right. I'm going to just stay put where I am. I'm, I'm yet, ready to Erica, spring. Erica, it is your turn again, for it is, it is the turn of Acrid Belsazar? Uh, Acrid Torin Balasar. Balasar, uh, mm-hmm. who is... Quite a ways has, away. Has been guarding the door, hears the telltale sounds of battle, and then does what Akrid would absolutely do in this case, and that is to run toward the battle, um, which, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, plus two extra squares. And then for the second movement, one, two, three, four, five, plus two extra squares. So she now has a minus five to hit anything and um is granting combat advantage if anything comes at her but she still has not even made it to the room so that's what she's doing 
Huffing and puffing. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> you have a very good uh, accurate impersonation. I'm concerned if you might have a very convincing uh, Georgia impersonation. <laughs> I, I think maybe Georgia and I just sound similar enough that it's it comes easy. Okay. I feel like I haven't worked for this at all. That's unearned. That's the way we like it here. Total party mm-hmm. kill. Um, all right. I believe next in the initiative order is your friend and mine. Bronze Minotaur statue. Uh, Somebody who is, you know, a very established under mountain explorer might know that these are blood taker statues. They literally take blood. How do they take? How do they they take that blood? Via whip. I am rolling two dice as this attacks both Flessa and Peter Dragonforge. I got two dice here. They have like an ocean of blood right there. Why don't they just take that? They need more blood. That's their horde. Yeah. You know uh, how Peter, you cannot you... hold on to your blood. What is up with that? You never orange have enough dice, blood. Flessa, green dye, Peter. Uh, orange dye was lower. Orange dye is 21 versus AC. Um, green dye is 23 versus AC. Yeah. Orange dye, Flessa. Flessa, 21 versus AC. Yeah, even how close do I need to be to Peter to get the extra plus one to my AC? It doesn't matter because that just brings it up to 21. I'm just curious if if I even have that. It just says plus one near Peter. And I don't know if that was a temporary thing. I just have it written down. I that might be a, a temporary. That's a temporary thing. That yeah. sounds like somebody okay. popped that was a, a daily. That was, yeah, okay. that was, that was not. All right. In that case, yeah, it hits. Uh, Peter, 23 versus AC. Uh, my AC is, is 23. Or did it go up? No, we didn't we do a thing where it went up? All the, we, we got some. We had pluses to, for the an encounter. Oh, it was just for the that encounter? encounter is I've over. Got a, I've got a plus two here. Um, yeah, oh, well, that, that was just for me. that encounter. All right. Bad news. I rolled max damage for both of you. Oh, no. uh, you each take 11 damage. It gets worse. Hold on. You are slid one square and knocked off your feet <laughs> okay. by a giant brass whip. Great. Can that happen to me? Oh yeah, it can. But I can stand up it from prone as a minor action. So, so the brass whip catches both of you, inflicting maybe an annoying amount of damage and inconveniently pulling you closer to the edge of the pool, uh, the lake of blood, and knocking you from your feet. You're on your, uh, you're on your your sides, lying on the ground, overlooking a uh, a lake of blood. Um, Tony, I recognize that you're wearing a red shirt with a drop on it. That's Um, just a coincidence. Was this foreshadowing? I I don't even know why you would say that. Um, (laughs) uh, All right. Melek, you are next. All right. Well, this got serious. Did it? I will. Yep. Oh, man. Is it real now? (laughs) Yep. I will step forward and cast the Charm of Misplaced Wrath. (gasps) Ooh, I like that one. Southern statue, the one we have dubbed Grace. Mm. I'm going to try to make it attack Will, the Northern statue. Uh, Do you want to make a uh, perception check about the range of the whips, just because that might affect your plans? Sure. Um, Perception. Oh, I don't have a great perception at all. Unless I roll great. 21. Uh, Monty, you study the uh, the chamber carefully and think about uh, where you were standing and how you were just out of range of the whip. And that leads you to believe that the, uh, the, uh, the statues are not within range of each other. In fact, 
What is the range of these whips? Yeah, I'm going to tell you because you rolled really high, right? Looks three. Yeah. Can you see that green square? Yeah. That's one whip. How's that? Great. That's a long whip. But <laughs> yeah, not quite enough to get it. So uh, I two squares to get to there. Can I continue my move then? Or uh, I'll allow uh, it. You, theory, you, can't, you can't break it up with actions, but you haven't taken an action. But in fourth edition, if you move out of any square that it threatens, oh, it gets an opportunity right. attack. Uh, this does not have. Uh, we'll find reactions. out because that's what that was yeah. my move. Yeah, it, it does not have that ability. So as I entered its range, I realized, oh, if I keep running all the way over here, maybe it can't reach me in this spot. Lovely. Now it's going to get not the charm of misplaced wrath, but grasping shadows, shadows, grasping, Ooh. grasping at you. Uh, this is also intelligence versus will. Mm-hmm. I've rolled a 17. The statue's will is higher than 17. Okay. I, I don't really understand this from everything I know about statues in my life. but it's, you know. it's hard to hypnotize a statue. I yeah, I don't think they make eye contact. Um, mm. The dude's name is Will. You would think you would not. Well, the good news is because that was an encounter power, it still has an effect. Oh, uh, shadows writhe in the designated area. Obviously, I'm just centering it around this jerk. And continue until the end of your next turn. Any creature that enters the area takes psychic damage and is slowed. Okay. Well, uh, that's probably not going to happen. So, including though. your friends. It does include my friends. Hmm. So, don't jump on the statue. It's full not of that writhing. useful. Sorry, full everybody. Of, full of writhing chaos now. <laughs> I, I will call out, get this far away from it, and it can't whip you. But first, you All have right. to stand up. Rizwin, you are next. Uh, yeah, well, I'm clearly not going to enter the range of the whip. Um, however, I am going to sacred flame it again. Uh, All right, roll. Uh, let's see. 1d20 plus 7. A 23 versus AC. That definitely hits. Sweet. Uh, 1d6 plus 4. 7 damage. Um, does anybody need to make any kind of saving throws right now? I don't, I don't think, think so. I have imposed any saving throw conditions yet. Fantastic. Uh, then somebody else, uh, let's see, either Flesser or Peter gets four uh, temporary hit points. Who wants them? You, who who, who wants let, them? Let Flesser have them. Flesser, okay. you get four more temporary hit points. Well, I think she burned the last ones already. So. Yeah, the, the last ones are gone, so I, yeah. and I appreciate it. Just a them. note, Rizwin, she didn't take really good care of the last ones. So. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, and then I'm also going to uh, cast Favor of the Gods on Flessa, um, which means the next time that Flessa misses with an attack roll, she can re-roll her attack roll. That is a very good choice to cast that on a striker. Um, cool. And I'm Peter, you're, you're lying on the ground. There's a monster, statue, minotaur, horrible creature. Yep, yep. The smell of blood is fresh in your nose. It is not your own blood. It's a lake of blood because this is the chamber of blood. Peter crawls into the corner. Okay. And then stands Aww. up. Yep. And that's, that's it. That's the end of that's his turn. It? He's just going to stand there. Okay. He commands from the corner. Um, he's got nothing to do. He can't. This is not a, yeah. a situation that he can do anything. This is not with. a Peter, Peter, Peter puzzle. Nope. Um, 
Olestrin, yes. you, you stand confidently back in the hallway, That's... far from the doorway, farther even from the chamber of blood, yeah. cloaked in safety and your earthy smell. <laughs> Confidence is all about hiding out in the hallway. Indeed. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to shoot more arrows, because that's the other thing I can do. What is the uh, other other thing you do? Well, the first thing is I'm going to make that guy my quarry. Oh. Which mm-hmm. I can do now. Whoa. Mm. So, you are my quarry, you stupid statue. And then I'm going to shoot... Mm, you said it looked pretty banged up already after just taking a couple of hits? Uh, I, I said I made sure that you could tell that you were doing damage to it. Okay. Um... Well, why don't we go ahead and do a two-fanged strike, then? I'll make, take two shots at him. Why shoot one arrow oh. when you can shoot two arrows? Well, because the first one is a critical fail. Ouch. Or it you, would be if you. I didn't have elven accuracy. Ah, <laughs> nice. So let's try that one again. That's a little bit better. That one is... Uh, uh, 27. That hits. Roll damage. Yep. That one will do 14 damage. All right. It's another arrow forthcoming. Your second fang. The second of two fangs. Uh, that one's not great. That is a 16. Uh, 16 does not hit the armor class of a minotaur blood taker statue. Hmm, well, let's see what happens when it rebounds off of that statue and hits the other statue on the other end of the room, shall we? Oh, that's an interesting attempt. That is a 21 versus AC on the other statue. Roll damage. Okay. That is 12 damage. All right. And I assume that that statue is still within range of your attacks because longbows, oh, yeah. I can, I can long, longbows are long. It's right in the name. <laughs> I, could, I can shoot about yeah. a thousand feet. Uh, that statue, which had done nothing to nobody, <laughs> yeah. gets hit in the head with an arrow and suddenly starts spinning its whip around, looking <laughs> very taken aback. <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't have woken it up. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, it well, did whip indeed. Oh, you already. Know I was no, no, smart no, this enough is the to, other one. Oh, I was okay. apparently smart enough to remember to make that guy my quarry, but not smart enough to take quarry damage on that. Do you want to <laughs> add me some quarry damage? Yeah, I got a six. All right. Oh, you only do quarry damage once a turn? Yes. All right. Well, and that was the only time I hit that one. Felessa, you are next if Alestrin is done. I am done. Uh, as a Fly, minor action, I'm going to... I'm, as a minor action, I'm going to stand up because is I'm wearing... A, Acrobatic rogue. boots, baby. Okay. I was yep. going to ask, is that a boots thing or a rogue thing? That is so. a that is a boots thing, um, and it's an at will, so I can do it again if I have to. So I stick out my tongue at it after I have poinged up. Basically, I do a kip, like, you know, when you're lying flat on your back, just like Tom Holland did in that uh, amazing lip sync battle thing at the end. Like, he pops up from laying down onto my feet, stick out my tongue, and uh, sly flourish it again. Ugh, I'm I'm not so sly today. That's a uh, sixteen. That's not enough to hit. Not enough to hit. So I'm going to use my heroic effort because uh, I'm a human. Oh, you also have favor of the gods, but maybe heroic effort is enough. Uh, how long does favor of the gods last? Until the end of my next turn. Oh, okay, so then maybe I will <laughs> hang on to heroic effort. They're very yeah. fickle. <laughs> yep. All right, then I will just uh, I will just reroll instead. 
Uh, that time I rolled, let's see, 17. Do you want to apply heroic effort to that? Now I am going to apply heroic effort. <laughs> Roll me again. Yes. Yes, I will. Guys, you're uh, not supposed to touch your face, but you guys keep doing things that make me hit my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really I really want to do sneak attack damage on this thing, but I don't have a good it's, way to daze it without getting up close to it. So mm. stupid blood. Stupid blood indeed. Yeah, it is. I don't I don't like it. So that is eleven points of damage. All right. That statue, you know, it's like it's still moving. It's still fully animatronic, but there's kind of like some sparks coming out and some grinding mm-hmm. noises. And the, it's definitely, you guys have scuffed it up pretty bad. It does not look like it's uh, long for this world. If you can call it a world, it's a chamber of blood. It's not long for this right. chamber of blood. But is it bloodied? Um, uh, it's beyond, I mean, it's a trap. So it doesn't, it doesn't have blood. It's a minotaur. <laughs> it's really bad. Wait a minute. It has all that blood. That's bleeding oil. on the floor. It is rich in well, blood, is what that, I'm saying. That is its tragedy, you see. It collects yeah. blood, but it can actually have the blood. <laughs> oh, the real man. treasure. Blood, blood everywhere and not a drop to drink. <laughs> the real treasure is the blood this Minotaur statue collected along the way. Um, Akron. Um, uh, nope, not yet, because nope. I still have a move action, because it was only a minor to stand you up. You don't want to stand here all by yourself in range of the Minotaur's whip? Nope, I'm thinking that's not a great idea. Uh, I do have a question about the grasping shadows mm. uh, that are on the square there with the the statue. Do they, like, do, are those just if you touch the ground, or are they just sort of all around? They're all around. If you enter the area, okay. it's bad. Then I won't. Then I will just move over and stand next to Melek. I say, hey, boss. Hey, good work. Thank you. And then I'm done with my turn. Great job. All right. Um, Acrid. One, two. I got a plan, by the way. Four. Yay. Says Flessa. All right. So Acrid is going to go. Let's see. Does she have anything ranged? (sighs) Yeah. See, we need to get, we need to be able to get closer to these things so that Acrid can tell people to attack them. But we actually don't. Oh, maybe we don't. But that's the Akron thinks that somebody needs to get closer because she can only tell people to do melee attacks. Um, she has a ranged basic, but what is her ranged weapon? Let's see. Probably a javelin. By the way, what's Murray doing while all this is happening? Uh, no, it says I, unarmed. Murray so is, like- is in the in the hallway facing west. Murray's um, like, what's what's going on? You guys, <laughs> yes, we're supposed to tell me about stuff. No uh, intruders are advancing from the west. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You're a valued member of the team, Murray. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, so yeah, Akrid uh, apparently under ranged. It says unarmed. So I don't think she even has any javelins unless she's picked some up along the way, which I don't recall. Um, but you know what she does have is dragon breath. So, so yeah, we'll say she moved one more square. So that she can get this thing in her dragon breath and uh, try to see what its reflex looks like. So that is a 23 versus reflex. It's not that good. Hurrah. And let's see. It's a d6 plus two. So that is seven damage. Um, 
and it's acid damage. That statue is hanging on by a thread, a thread made of brass, a thread that is also a whip. This description doesn't really make any sense at this point. (laughs) Uh, Acrid also gets combat advantage against it until the start of her next turn. So, my God, she's got to have something she can just throw at it, right? (laughs) Like we got a her, skull in her package. <laughs> I think like you need her... to get Murray in there. I want to see what happens when he gets hit by a rotating whip. <laughs> I imagine it's Mar- a little like throwing a pair of socks up into a ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Murray has a lot. Of An experience points. that we are all very familiar with. <laughs> I, you have to be. Come on, it's the best. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's got some. Like, I don't have. I don't have all of George's stuff here. Mm. So she has an adventurer's kit. Is there? <laughs> Something like rock-like in an adventurous kit. Is, are there rocks on the ground here? There is a rock on the ground. There's sure, one rock. Okay. All right. Then I'm just going to have... found it. Good job. There's a vial of bees over in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> Statues hate bees. <laughs> oh, and even though I have a uh, combat advantage, didn't need it because Acrid just crit with a rock. <laughs> All right. Wait, had Acrid not already attacked? I thought, what did the seven damage? Uh, that's a minor. It's a minor wow. for uh, All right. Dragon Breath. Acrid uh, stares around the dungeon floor with her brassy eyes and p- finds a nice fist-sized cr- uh, chunk of rubble and picks it up and like really does like a cartoon wind-up mm-hmm. and flings it and nails the statue uh, b- right between, between the, eyes. the eyes and it like starts like it starts whipping backward for a second and then kind of like basically it's like it's back broken it just kind of snaps and flops over. Does it fall into the the blood or is it It just... looks like it's pretty cemented to the the platform, so it's just kind of fidgeting and sparking. Okay. The whip lies kind of just... How does it go? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I missed it. I looked away right at that moment. Okay, now I got it. Akron says, take that, you foul thing. All right. Nice. Well, that's exciting. I didn't expect that to happen right then. Uh... And as if on cue, and not a thing that was totally going to happen no matter what, um, several creatures emerge from the blood. My plan has changed. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to mage hand around all of this whip area, grab these keys, and leave. (laughs) So, these are horrible blood monsters. They rolled an initiative of six, and they're coming for your blood. Cool. But I like my blood. Uh, so there's two, one on each kind of side of the platform. It looks like they were reclining in the blood well outside the Minotaur's whip reach. And one of them kind of swims, splashes over in the blood and is still perched in the blood and reaches out with horrible tendril claws and takes a slice out of Flessa, or it tends to at least. Miss, Uh-oh. miss, miss. This is a claw attack. That is a 20, 22. Uh, yeah, that uh, uh, it doesn't matter what it's against. <laughs> All right. You will take eight damage as he slices four, at have your angles. Four temporary hit points. Well, I mean, Thank you still you, took eight Ogma. damage, but, you know, uh, Peter, another, a horrible creature from the abyss, slides out of the blood up onto the platform next to you. Oh, come on. Dr- I said I didn't want to give any more blood away. (laughs) Dripping with blood as he comes for your blood. Uh, That will be a 23 versus armor class. (sighs) Again, my armor class is 23. 
All right. You will take, ouch, 11 damage. Dude. Great. The creature, it's it's humanoid looking. It looks like it's, you know, it's got these horrible claws at the end of it's got a weird long arms. And it's got a face that's just like, its mouth is much too big and filled with many needle-like uh, teeth. Two kind of yellowy eyes blink at you through the blood. It looks like it might have some kind of horns going on there too it's it's really hard to tell the exact shape and nature of this creature when it is just dripping with blood and other things that have come in blood great um yeah like great good, good times hemoglobin? yeah okay it's hemoglobin it's a hemoglobin uh, no it's not it's worse than that <laughs> it's a hemoglobin uh, the statue goes next the statue swings its whip uh, nothing is within range of the statue. It's a blood bear. Melek, you stand on a platform behind. in range. Behind. Uh, no, the sorry. You, you should move your your square, Tony. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Acrid took out that statue. I should put a token oh, right. on it, right? Well, I mean, yes. some of us helped. Put that great big red X over it, so we know. Mm. That's what. Yeah. All right, so the, the faraway statue, the southern statue, if you will, swings its whip around with one uh, arrow lodged into its head. Uh, Melek, you are next. You stand next to Flessa, who stands in front of a horrible creature from the abyss. Um, yeah. I'll take that as my prompt. I'll yeah. walk, walk over here. I will create a mage hand five squares away. One, two, three, four, five, right there. Mm-hmm. And can I then move it or do I have to wait? Wait, did Murray just fall to the floor in the hallway? <laughs> I think Murray was already just on the yeah. ground. Oh. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's got to be wondering what's going on in here. It probably sounds really weird. And for my, oh, I already did my move action. Oh, I messed up. Oh. I should have stayed where I was. Can I stay where I was and still mage hand or just cool? Sure. All right. I was here. I will create a mage hand five squares away. One, two, three, four, five, right here. Nice. And then for my move, I will move it five squares. One, two, three, four, and then move it a little to the side so it's right there. Can you right. see this hand that I put on the map for you? That's the one yeah. right there. That is where my mage hand is. Out of the whip's range, but very close to what looks like a key. All right. Can I don't the mage hand can hit a mage hand anyway? Can it? Uh, Monty, you should now be able to move that hand around if I've done this correctly. Um, woo! Woo! Great. Thank back. you. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, Melik, do uh, we? I mean, you can see that there's a shiny object on this pedestal far away on the other side of the chamber. Yeah. And so certainly you can send your hand there, but you're you. We're getting into hands and eyes, people. Yeah. You're still far away. You don't necessarily know what's there. Right. But I can grab at it with a hand. Okay. I'm just, I am saying, do do I owe you an explanation of what the hand is grabbing at? And it sounds like, no. no? no. All right. Good. We're all on the same page. Maybe you could level <laughs> up and get a hand with an eye in it at like level 10. That's... Oh, creepy. No, please don't. <laughs> that... <laughs> Have okay. you guys met Melek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Melek, you uh, were your friend is being murdered by a horrible blood demon, but you spent your time ah, doing hand, hand shenanigans. That's right, uh, Riz, 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 as usual. <laughs> hand shenanigans. That's a great, a great title. Um, Jason, write it down. I got it. 
So let's see. Jason, I'm Jason, right here. You should still write it down. I'm, I'm right, concerned about I'm, your penmanship. Uh, all right. It's very bad. <laughs> I'm going to move here. Let's see. Uh, this demon is within five squares, right? Uh, I think if he's not, you could move a little. You could certainly put them within five. Peter, how are you doing? How's Peter looking? Uh, I'm almost bloodied. Oh, I've taken uh, twenty-two two hits for twenty-two total points of damage. Okay, so how is Flessa looking? Um, like a- I'm I'm a little bit over bloodied, so I, I'm not bloodied yet. I'm at twenty-one out of thirty-seven. Okay, so um, I guess the the big question is, hmm. Okay, well, I am going to sacred flame the one year Peter, um, and see if one d twenty versus uh, reflex. Go go gadget. Roll twenty. Uh, uh, twenty versus reflex. This creature does not seem very nimble, uh, and so you you're sacred flaming it. Yes. Can you tell me what kind of damage Sacred Flame does? Uh, yes, it is um, radiant and divine. Let me tell you, this creature doesn't like that. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Uh, well, I'm going to roll damage, which is 26 plus 4. Um, 9 damage. I'm going to tell you, it looked, if you had to give it a number, it looked more like it did like 14 damage. Sweet. Um, nice. and, uh, Peter gained four temporary hit points. Yay. Um, Take good care of them. That's right. Well, I probably um, just won't. Does anybody, uh, who looks worse, Flessa or Peter? Uh, well, now I am with the temporary hit points. I would say that I'm, uh, six points above bloodied. I have 29. Mm. I'm three. I'm three above bloodied. So Flessa looks slightly just- worse. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, cast Healing Word on Flessa. Thank so, you. Flessa, you can spend a Healing Surge. At a certain point, the challenge will be that you will run out of Healing Surges. Yeah. Right. I have half my Healing Surges at this point. Um, if we really took a long rest, we should have all Do of I them. also get something added I to think that? We don't think you did, right? Okay. We must not mm-hmm. have... Yeah, uh, plus uh, you get three uh, extra hit points from your healing surge. Yay, I thank you. Loved this. Um, it's two yeah, plus, right. we, plus my healer's chainmail. After we took out the champion, we left quickly because we were by the chieftain's room. So that's right. Yes. I don't think we. I don't think we have rested longly. No. And I am done. All right, Peter. You have some temporary hit points. You also have a new friend who wants to kill you. Uh, I want to kill him because he took my blood. He took my blood. And so I'm rolling and it's a uh, 29 versus AC. <laughs> okay. That's unnecessary. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, and that's going to do um, seven radiant damage. I'm going to, I'm just going to write down 12. No reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? No, that's pretty much all I can do. All right. Olestrin. You don't know what's going on in that room. The statues no longer look threatening, but it sounds like there's some bad stuff happening, yeah. possibly to to your left and right. My elven eyes can assess things pretty quickly. All right, you're about to hear something. Like around a corner? You're about to hear something <laughs> so. that you don't hear very often. Olestrin runs into the room. No. What? <laughs> Except not really, because if I run, then I end up uh, with giving combat <laughs> advantage. So I'm going to speed right, walk so into the room. You electric slide into the room. Yeah, Got I it. I do. Um, 
<laughs> All right. And then I'm going to turn to my left and take a shot at the uh, the dude that's, or I don't know, the check, maybe, uh, whatever. Whatever this creature is uh, that's uh, menacing Flessa. Ooh, not great. Uh, that would be a 15 versus AC. Uh, your shot goes wide. Mm, okay. In that case, I will pivot on the spot. And take a shot at the one that's menacing Peter. What are you doing to do two attacks? It's a twin strike. Twins. Okay. Uh, so that's a 23 versus AC. That hits. Uh, I like that you have a full 180 degree like <laughs> arrow range of field of view. It's somewhat, you know, less embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, oh, that only does five damage, however, to... Um, the guy that I forgot if to only mark you as my quarry. Somebody is your quarry. Well, it would have it would have had to be the one in front of Flessa anyway, because he's yeah. closer. So I'm sure by the time you hit level five, you'll get it. No, uh, I won't. Flessa and Acrid, you are up next. All right, there is a thing in front of me, mm. and uh, I'm going to do a dazing strike at it. See if I can daze it. If that's a thing. Uh, 25 versus AC. Yeah, I'll tell you anything above 20 is going to hit these these horrible monsters. Okay. So, that is 9 points of damage. And it is dazed until the end of my next turn. And I have a minor action called a low slash, which I will do now. And that is... 26 with the combat advantage that yep. I now have because it's dazed. And let's see. The normal damage is max damage, so that's 10 damage plus my sneak attack, which has been so long. I think it's 2d8. I believe so. Okay. Ugh, three. Not great. Not great sneak attack damage there. So was that 13 total? Yes. Sounds better than nothing. And I don't like being right in front of it, but I don't want to waste my tumble. So I will just stay here. How how does it look after all uh, that? Not that? Not that bad. I mean, except that it's a horrible monster that climbed out of a pool of blood. Okay. And that's well, I bad. did just, I did just get healed up, and yeah. I'm cranky, so I'm just going to stay here. All right, right. in front of it, uh, Acrid. Uh, so Flessa has gone. Acrid will be next in this horrible battle in the Chamber of Blood. You have defeated I, I one mean, okay blood taker it's, Minotaur. It's not that, that terrible. I mean, it's it's fine. This so so battle in the Chamber of Blood. You have defeated one blood taker minotaur. You have fought two horrible creatures from the abyss. But what horrors wait beyond, beneath the surface of this bloody waves? Will you actually fight that other statue or just plink away at it from the safe distance? What's the deal with Melek's creepy hand that's floating around? For answers to questions such as these, but not these. tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Goodbye, nerds. Goodbye, nerds.